Hello and welcome to St. James's Park. This is the Everything is Black and White podcast. I'm happy to say we're reporting on a victory at home for the first time this season. Newcastle United beat Manchester United 1-0 um, and it was Matty Longstaff's debut and he scored not just a goal but an absolutely superb goal and Kieran, that's where we're going to start uh, from to do it in front of the Gallagher. It's just, it was just a superb strike. It was one of those special, special moments. I mean, um, we were here for the Sanetian game in August when we saw him do, it was an even better finish, the one against Sanetian. Um, so we knew he had it in his locker, but to do it on your Premier League debut, to do it against Manchester United, it really is the stuff of dreams for, for a local lad. And, and it's going to probably be forgotten when the first off he, he hit the crossfire as well um, with, a, with a brilliant long ranger. So he, he's as much as he's got that energy and bite off the ball, he does have, he does have you know, can score them from long range as well and I think at a time when you know we think back to the Brighton game two weeks ago where the team were booed off and you're kind of thinking how are they going to connect with this team and this managerial setup uh the scene at full time was just so different um you know Bruce waiting for all the players to come off congratulatory awards pats on the back the, the fans all cheering and having a local another local lad so you had Carol there playing today you had Sean Longstaff, who played well, I thought, today as well. And, of course, Matty. It it was a real special game. I mean, that goal it was just exactly how we we like to see Newcastle play, on the front foot, on the count that came from Manchester United corner. Um, St Maxman, who was brilliant, you know, involved in, in Williams, who was just superb all game. I mean, he really has come on in the last few weeks. And then he turned the defender... There's Longstaff running in, Mike Longstaff running in. It just a calm, a cool finish, and the celebrations that the pictures are. I mean, if you haven't seen, there'll be a gallery on our website. But the celebrations when that goal went in, the roar was just superb. Yeah, and I mean, the the big thing has been the home games this season. So obviously, the frustrating draw um, against Watford. You had the you know the way the Arsenal game went at home. You know, it's kind of similar today. That was a game maybe they could have got something from. Uh, the Brighton game, we all know how disappointing that was, you know, for a rival to come here and have 71% of the ball. But yeah, the encouraging thing was that as much as Manchester United dominated possession, we all know that doesn't suit this current Solskjaer team. Um, Newcastle were a lot more solid and they did carry that threat. You know, Almiron had that great half chance. They, they, It was just the right response. I mean, after everything that happened last week, everything that was said, um, it, it was we had to see what these players were made of and you know to be fair to Bruce he made some really big calls five changes putting a, a 19 year old in who'd never played in the Premier League before and he turns out to be a man of the match it couldn't have gone any better for Bruce and I think it's proof that you know as much as he reverts that Benitez blueprint we did see the team you know play as you say with that bit of attack intent in times they knew when to press at the right times and there were a lot of positives to take now going into an international break. Anyone would think we script this because you've led me into my next two <laughs> questions. We don't. It's just, you know, we got on so well. Um, you mentioned there how Mike Longstaff was man of the match and it wasn't just the goal he scored, but some of the passing, you know, he was spreading the ball wide. Um, you know, he was he was calm on it. He wasn't panicking. Um, just his all-round performance was, was, was superb. It was fearless, absolutely fearless. And you would not have known, you know, that this was his, his first run out in the Premier League. He, he played very well in the Carabao Cup game couple uh, back in August I think it was against Leicester uh, but obviously this is a whole new test you know the eyes of the world are on you whenever whatever Manchester United team it is they have huge support and huge 
global following so this is a big game for him and it was fierce I think the moment summed it up for me about 10 minutes in McTominay goes up in the air to head the ball McTominay's about 6'4 six, 6'5 six, and Matty Longstaff's still challenging him and trying to win it and it was full of that he was he was pushing Pereira he was pushing Fred he was it was everything you want from a local lad looking to make his mark I think the team lacked real passion um, and energy and commitment at times uh, at Leicester he exemplified everything that was good about them today and at this rate it's going to be very hard for anyone to, to get in the team ahead of him You mentioned there reverting back to the kind of Rafa Benitez setup, but other than the actual formation the way they played they were much more on the front foot they were much more attacking minded um, now given what Bruce had said in his press conference the suggestion was that it would be a very Rafa Benitez display we we didn't really see that, I say, other than just the formation itself. No, it's a good point. I think they, when they had to defend deep, they defended deep. But yeah, it wasn't a case of surrendering the ball. They they were smart with the ball uh, when they needed to be. And you know, the the goal is a perfect example of that. You know, Newcastle haven't scored many goals this season, but same against Spurs. You know, it was a really good team move, and this was similar. It was a clinical breakaway. It's a Max Manu. You could see the difference he makes, even though he's not fully fit yet. Um, breaks away, feeds Willems. Willems very smart and laying off the cut back, and it's a great finish. And it just goes to show, I think they needed a response. They need to show that they're not going to be relegation fodder. They're not going to be sitting in nineteenth for the rest of the season. And they really did give it. Okay, Manchester United. It's not the Manchester United we know. I don't think they're going to finish very high this season top six looks a stretch for them the way they're going uh, but a lot of positives to take and something to build on as well a platform to go on to against Chelsea and you know they can take the game with Chelsea now and they go into the international break out of the relegation zone and, and, and you know in a positive spirit yeah absolutely and I think the the most important thing for them maybe now is not to have to rely on beating Spurs and Manchester United it's somehow figuring out how when Wolves come to town later in the month how can we you know, beat them or, you know, when you go to West Ham, how you can go there and, and with a game plan to get something out of that game. I think they're obviously the keys going forward because you don't want to have to rely on what are, I suppose, bonuses against the big teams, albeit they've been clinical and taken it against a Spurs and Man U team who are on the slide. But you have to do that to be fair to them, and they did, and they played really well, so all credit to them. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Q. Now joined by Mark Douglas. We battled through the rain, um, but it was worth it in the end. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, uh, it felt like a football club again today, didn't it? Um, which is, you know, all you can say. It, it, the atmosphere around the ground was 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 much better. Um, the team just played like a Newcastle United team that we we, we want to watch, and it felt a bit like um, the Liverpool game that I remember towards the end, back in the last season. And it was, you know, it hasn't felt like that for the previous weeks of this season. And uh, you, you know, after what happened last week. You'd, you know, you'd have probably had long odds on on, on us coming away and fe- having such a feel good afternoon. Um, you know, it, it, I, I did think it was almost in some ways the perfect game for Newcastle today because um, you know, Manchester United are vulnerable. The, the crowd were going to be up for it. The players were going to be up for it. Um, and you know, as bad as they were last week, I don't think that's a true reflection on how bad they are. Probably today's maybe a little bit above the level that we're going to expect every week, but. Um, yeah, really, really, really positive win, and probably now you say eight points out from eight games is about par for what we expected this season. So <laughs> they've gone there through ups and downs, but um, yeah, you can kind of sleep a bit easier for the next two weeks. 
Like we said, they were queuing. It gives them something to build on, which is important. And you could see Bruce was was quite happy with the performance, and, and you know rightly so because. I don't think there was one player then that let themselves down today. No, they were really good. It was I mean, Matty Longstaff will get the headlines quite rightly because he was terrific today and his goal was absolutely superb and, and you know just a really feel good um, story. But there were a lot of really good performances there. Um, Alan Samaxman, who who I really think is going to be the the key this season. Um, you know, he's going to give them a different attacking dimension. Um, he was really really good today. Uh, Jetro Williams, I thought was fantastic today as well Shah again really 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 good um, Sean Longstaff had his best game for for a long time um, Almiron I thought scared them you know again you know, had a good chance that he should have scored but I thought he he put in probably his best performance of the season as well Dubravka really steady at the back as well um, you know there wasn't one one bad performance Kieran Clark came came in and I think justified the call from Steve Bruce he made some you know, and, and I think the manager as well um, look sorry, the head coach as well look, look he's, he's taken a lot of stick and you know, from us as well. I think you know, and he he probably, yeah, he probably say he you know he deserved the stick after last week, um, and you know, quite a lot of the fans have have been sort of voicing their opinions about him, and you know, you can say he didn't deserve some of that last after last week, but then look, if he's if he's getting the criticism, then he also deserves the praise. He's made two or three massive calls um, from a from a team selection point of view today, and he obviously said in the press conference before the before the games he was going to go to the Rafa tactics. Um, but they actually attacked uh, Manchester United from the off. Um, although, the, the, funny enough, the statistics from the win against Man, uh, Man United where Matt Ritchie scored, very, very similar, very similar possession stats. I think Newcastle had 31% possession today. But it didn't feel like that today. It didn't feel like a kind of 30% possession, 30% possession game. I, I think the second half, Manchester United had a lot of possession, but it, not in areas that, that really harmed Newcastle. Newcastle pressed well. And you have to say, tactically today, they were really good. Um, so I think it kind of calms things down a little bit. Um, I think it's always going to be there in the background with Steve Bruce because he's fighting a credibility battle. But, you know, today, I thought uh, he got everything spot on. And those two, I mean, they were really huge selection calls, um, in particular, putting Longstaff in. Um, Clark at the back as well, because Fernandez has been superb for Newcastle, but Clark was excellent today. Um, and, um, yeah, I think he, it was a really resounding success from that point of view. Yedlin back in the side as well, and given the fact he hasn't played a full competitive match in quite a while, I mean he had a he had a really good day. Yeah, and he's been uh, I think he's been Newcastle's weakest link sometimes um, defensively, and never offensively. I think he's always good going forward, but defensively, I think sometimes there've been occasions where um, you know he's been targeted by opposition teams. But I thought today he was really really good. Um, I know Bruce likes him, really likes him. That's why maybe you know they've uh, he brought him straight back in because he thinks he likes that pace. So uh, yeah, he was. Re- I mean, he was really, really good, and I think that you know people shouldn't kind of underestimate how how many injuries Newcastle have had, and how the fact that it probably you know if you're maybe looking at getting Hayden back, um, I'm trying to think who else is who else is still injured. Lejeune maybe that's their full team, and maybe they're maybe they're their they're first eleven with some Maximum in it and Carol fit and. Um, you know, Gale involved as well is is a little bit stronger than, um, than 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 what they've had so far. So you'd say like, look, the, the goal this season is to get to forty points as soon as possible. There's no doubt about it for everything that happened in the summer, um, and 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 I think you know the questions that have been asked the last week they haven't gone anywhere. They're still there, but let's rejoice in the fact that today felt like a, it felt like Newcastle United again. It felt there was a bit of soul to it today. It felt. You know, really did feel like a football club again, and um, that's all we've kind of wanted all all season. So, you know, signing off for two weeks on a high, which I think after 
last week, what happened last week, you really wouldn't have thought it would be that way. But that's Newcastle United. What a club, eh? Well, thank you very much, Mark. Now joined by Lee Ryder, um, a man who has long tipped the Longstaff Brothers for success. <laughs> so, I mean, well, today they showed just why. You know, they've, they've stood out for you, you know, down the years. You've watched them through youth football, you've seen them go up the academy levels here, and then today you've seen them together, Premier League game, um, and you, you've been proved right. Well, yeah, I mean, it's about them, really, I suppose. You've got to look at it from. From their point of view, I mean, Matty Longstaff, incredibly, last season was his, his first real season in the reserves. So to even be in the first team squad at this stage is would be an achievement because normally you're just getting minutes here and there. But to go on the big stage and get the winner against Manchester United, it's, you just can't, can't make it up, can you? It's just a, a dream come true for him. Um, am I surprised that him and Sean Longstaff have made it? No, because the done well at the under-23 level. They've worked their way up. Um, there were players that stood out. Uh, when you're watching reserve team football and under-18s, you're looking for something special that, that sticks out and that they had it. Um, when they're not playing, when they're not completely on top of the game, what they do is they run around and they get blocks and they get tackles in and they try to you know, just get the team back in the game. So that, that sort of thing sticks out. Um and then they're from a really good background. The mum and dad have got them really well grounded. Uh, I believe uh, the dad last week had a gave them a few home truths about, especially after the, not so much Matty but more Sean after the Leicester game, and he's come a long way in a short space of time as well. Um, and I think a few home truths were delivered, get your feet back on the ground sort of thing. And um, I think to be fair, he played very well also tonight and. It's just a great win, and it's brilliant that you know there was you know three Geordies on the pitch at the end to beat Man United. Because let's be honest, I know that the two teams have had different fortunes um, since the big grapples in the nineties, but there's still you know it's still a great feeling to beat Man United. You mentioned there the goal by Matty. Speaking of Kieran, we were just saying that actually it was more than the goal. It was all around performance. If someone else had got the winning goal, we'd still be sitting here talking about how well. Mighty Longstaff did because he was spraying the ball left and right. He was just he was getting in every challenge, you know. He was taking on Pereira and there was a bit of a shove match. He wasn't scared going up against these big big stars with Premier League experience. It was just an all round top performance. And to do that in front of the Gallagher, also coming in off the back of a, the, the defeat against Leicester, you know, where the fans are, are expecting a response, where Steve Bruce is demanding a response. You know, there were so many elements to this game which didn't make it an easy debut, Premier League debut, but he took it in his stride. We well, did, yeah. And there was those those little shoves and pushes going on, and you know the opposition definitely trying to wind him up and put him off. But he took it all in his stride and you know stood up to it. A little bit like Shaw Lamiobi on his debut against uh, Chelsea all those years ago when Dennis Wise got in his face um, and he you know showed him exactly what he thought of it. Um, but you know they're from North Shields, um, you know working class area. They've you know they are they've grown up with a lot of big characters who you know drop the gloves and, and will have a battle in the ice. Um, you know the, the the dad used to get involved. Um, not 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 so much of a a fighter, but certainly someone who could hold his own. Um, but look at the end of the day, they've went out there tonight and they've put in a great performance and quite rightly. Um, They've got the headlines and it's just brilliant for the club. Good to see Sean Longstaff as well. He's yeah. had the best couple of weeks, you know, 
But today's show just why he's been linked with my night in all these all these weeks during the summer and he you know, he did really well today. Yeah, he did and uh that that was hopefully him um getting back to, to what he was last season, as I say, against Leicester. What for me he did all right in terms of, you know, possession, passing, getting touches. Uh, but a lot of people thought it, that he'd, he'd slipped down a little bit, but I think certainly back up to what people expected of him today. You cannot expect too much from someone who's just been in the team since Boxing Day last year, uh, because they're, going, they're learning the trade, they're learning on the job. Um, but I thought overall, you know, eight out of ten. But Matty Longstaff, yeah, ten out of ten. You cannot, you can't ask much more from a teenager on the debut. In terms of Home debuts, where does that rank? You've seen quite a few in your time here at the Cron. Where does that rank? Uh, it's right up there. Um, for a local lad, it's it's fantastic. I mean, it was, I was here when Andy Carroll got his first Premier League goal uh, against West Ham, I think it was. Uh, we see Paul Dummett come through the team. Um, I don't think it was on his debut. Was it on his debut against Liverpool? But certainly his first Premier League goal at the Gallagher end. So they are special moments. So yeah, it is It is right up there in terms of local lads coming through. Uh, and the academy will be very pleased with that. Um, you know, people like uh, Ben Dawson, who was, you know, their manager last year. Uh, they'll, all, they'll all be delighted with it. And hopefully uh, he'll... He'll go from strength to strength now. Um, we mentioned that Andy Carroll came off the bench today, and I thought he, he really did add something to the team. Joe Linton, you know, was struggling to hold the ball up, and he didn't necessarily have a bad game. But I thought Andy Carroll, when he came off the bench, he just offered another dynamic. You know, he was he was just drawing the fouls, which I think was the important thing, and yeah. you know, just making my United that bit more frustrated as they try to to, to break the deadlock. Well, you always thought with Andy Carroll when he when he signed that, you know, it's great. He will. He will be a goal threat, which he was today. He headed one over the bar, which was a little bit unfortunate. But he brings experience now, and he, there's not many players like him. Um, I mean, it was just an old school pro drawing the fouls, winning free kicks, eating up eating up the seconds when Newcastle needed it. And then there was that block at the end with the free kick. I thought, you know, you add all them things up in that run out, and it's been a fantastic few weeks for him. He's gradually built up. There was talk that you know he wasn't going to be fit until Christmas or after Christmas, but I think he's, de- he's certainly getting there. And you know when he is fully um, up and running, and this this could potentially be a team to be feared. And Newcastle spent money on some big signings, but local pride sometimes can be a big factor. So if they can get the blend right with with the players they bought in, and you know have the local boys coming through the academy on the pitch uh, I think it, it's a really good compliment and like Steve Bruce knows all about it you know when he was at Man United the, the class of 92 came in uh, the Neville brothers and Nicky Butt and David Beckham people like that so great to have them in there and if you're good enough you're old enough but you know we don't want to be talking too much about Man United after that today because uh, it's a great win for Newcastle Steve Bruce obviously very pleased with the performance, pleased with the victory. Um, but what was the difference then from from that performance against Leicester and to collapse as they did to then not just winning today but kind of dominating? I mean, they deserved to win. It wasn't a case of they scraped to win. They deserved to win. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to get too carried away because 
this isn't a good Man United team, but there was enough quality on the pitch for them to win it. Like the goalkeeper, Marks Rashford, uh, Daniel James, there were some good players out there, Juan Mata, but they didn't they didn't rise to the occasion. Um, for for Steve Bruce, I think he's he's called his players out and very. You you would say you could say risky to be saying to them before the game in the press, no less, that they can only play the way Rafa wanted them to play. I think it would, he's almost called them out and challenged them and said, right, okay, you think you can only play the Rafa way? We'll go back to that. Now you go out and prove you can win like that, and they, they have done that to, today. But I, I think at times it it was a, almost a, an attacking formation when when Newcastle. We're going forward. There was the three up top, and it looked dangerous. Probably could have had a, another couple of goals, but one nil will we'll take that that very nicely indeed. So what happens next? Then obviously international break, Chelsea on the horizon. In many ways, has the international break come at the wrong time? Do you think because we would love a game uh, next Saturday, wouldn't we? Yeah, you, you you ask the players they would play tomorrow night if you asked them after that because they were on a high. Um, we just spoke to some of them down there in the mix zone and they're absolutely buzzing. Uh, just shows you a week can be a long time uh, in football. The mood can change overnight in Newcastle, which it has after this. Uh, Steve Bruce seemed to be a happy manager up there. Um, he proved a few few critics wrong. There's some 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 of the criticism has been probably deserved after they lose five 0 but then I think some of it's been maybe a little bit. Two below the belt, um, but oh, he's come out and he's he's got a win. That's the only way you can respond, is by getting wins, and that that's exactly what he's done. But they'll go to Chelsea in the next game. It'll be tough, um, but they're in a they're in a better place. Um, but for me, I think this this win almost buys you. You know, they dined out a little bit too long on the Tottenham game. This. Win will buy them, you know, two, three, maybe four more games, but they will need to follow it up at some stage. Um, Wolves at home after Chelsea, so look, it's never easy in Newcastle, but you know, at least they've got eight points from eight. The relegation fears have been eased a little bit, and uh, they just need to, to to build on it because if they, if they can get another win, then you know they've got quarter of the points, around quarter of the points they're going to need to stay up. So. It's it's positive. It is, and just finally, what a week to be from North Shields. You got the two long staff providers, and then Sam Fender with the number one album as well. Yeah, I mean, fantastic. It's a a brilliant place, as I say, uh, North Shields. People there are, you know, friendly. Uh, there's a bit of banter flying around. You always have a bit of that, um, and you know, these lads won't get carried away because you know that that's people. But I think people in North Shields tonight, uh, it'll be jumping down there, and fantastic. Um, for the Longstaff family, fantastic world of Newcastle fans, and now hopefully, you know, it can be the, the start of something special. But um, look, I mean, you want you want to see passion in a black and white shirt. If you want to see what sums of Newcastle United up tonight, look at the pictures of Matty Longstaff. Absolutely delighted, um, and I think everyone will sit down and for once uh, enjoy match of the day tonight. There you have it. Well, thank you very much, Lee. This has been the Everything Is Black and White podcast. <laughs>